Hello and welcome to our service today. Pray that God will bless you as you share in the hymns, the prayers and listen to the message. First, some opening words from David Adam who wrote many wonderful Celtic prayers. You Lord are in this place, your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. You, Lord, are in my heart. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. You, Lord, are in my mind. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. You, Lord, are in my life. Your presence fills it. Your presence is peace. Let's sing together the great hymn. I will sing the wondrous story of the Christ who died for me.
Let's pray together. For all the blessings of today, for the love of family and friends, for every kindness shown me by others, for the gift of courage, for the strength to face adversity, for the knowledge that you are always with me, I lift up my heart in love and gratitude to you, O Lord. Amen. A prayer of confession. Lord, forgive us when we listen, but do not hear. When we look, but do not see. And when we feel, but do not act. And by your mercy and grace, draw us into the righteous deeds of your kingdom of justice and peace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Join me in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. After this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them on ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he himself intended to go. He said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person, but if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the labourer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet we wipe off in protest against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God has come near. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Let's listen to two songs 
which are about the joy of bringing the gospel to those who need to hear it. How lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news and hear the call of the kingdom. Lift your eyes to the king. We will answer the call.
Read again, this time from Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 to 10. My friends, if anyone is detected in a transgression, you who have received the Spirit should restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Take care that you yourselves are not tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfil the law of Christ. For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. All must test their own work. Then that work, rather than their neighbour's work, will become a cause for pride. For all must carry their own loads. Those who are taught the word must share in all good things with their teacher. 
Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for you reap whatever you sow. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. But if you sow to the spirit, you will reap eternal life from the spirit. So let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all, and especially for those of the family of faith. How would you like to be remembered? Mel Blanc, who famously provided the voices for many of the characters on the Looney Tunes cartoons from the 50s and 60s. Remember Sylvester the Cat and Tweety Pie and all those others. He has a very simple gravestone with the words, that's all folks. That was how all those cartoons ended, if you remember. It's a fitting kind of epitaph for the person he was and the job that he did. Another gravestone in America apparently has these words, here lies an atheist, all dressed up and nowhere to go. When we were leaving to go to India in 2002, 20 years ago this month, our church held a farewell service at which one after another stood up and paid tribute to us. It was like listening in at our own funeral. Luckily, when it was all getting a little bit too embarrassing, one friend stood up and said, Pete Wildman, he can be a real pain sometimes. Everyone, including me, applauded and cheered. A bit of honesty goes a long way. I suppose Jesus's epitaph was what Pilate wrote on the cross. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. What I have written, I have written, he said to the Jews. But halfway through the book of Acts, in a sermon by Peter in the house of Cornelius, here's what I've always thought was a beautiful epitaph and one I'd quite like to have myself. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Just those simple five words, he went about doing good. That would be a great way to remember somebody's life. How would you like to be remembered? Here's four things I think we'd all like to hear said about us. They bore the burdens of others. We generally have very little idea of the burdens that others bear, of what's going on in their lives and in their hearts. Paul tells us here, if someone falls, we should lift them up, not stamp on them. Somebody once said the Christian church is the only army that shoots its injured. <laughs> it can happen. Remember the story in John's Gospel about the woman taken in adultery and how Jesus spoke to her. I don't condemn you. Go and sin no more. Don't reject. Restore. In our dealings with people who are burdened, 
it says we should act in accord with the fruits of the Spirit we read about in the previous chapter of Galatians, which we all as Christians have received. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I'm particularly struck in these days about the need to act with kindness and gentleness. Paul emphasises gentleness in this verse. Restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Verse 2, of course, also reminds us to take care that you yourselves are not tempted. We can very easily feel superior to people who've fallen. Think of the Pharisee in the parable. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, thieves, rogues, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. We can also be tempted to minimise our own sins in comparison with others. Look at the list of the works of the flesh in the last chapter of Galatians. Fornication, idolatry, sorcery, but also... Strife, jealousy, quarrels, factions. Whatever the level as we might perceive it in human terms, all sin is disobedience and all are sinners. By acting in this way, bearing one another's burdens, restoring people to faith without judging or condemning, we will fulfil the law of Christ. This is what James calls the royal law. Love your neighbour as yourself. And then they focused on their own responsibilities. So in case we're still tempted to compare ourselves favourably with others, he continues, For if those who are nothing think they are something, they deceive themselves. And that doesn't mean that we should be constantly down on ourselves, going on about how useless we are. It's right to recognise the grace of God in our lives and what he's at work doing in us. That's a good thing to recognise. The trick, as Paul tells us in Romans, is to think sensibly and realistically. Here's what he says. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, Not to think of yourselves more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given us. Prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. Whatever your gift, whatever your ministry, don't despise it. Engage in it to the best of your ability. We all have a place in the body of Christ. Some may seem more exalted or more public, But as Paul says in 1 Corinthians, the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. 
On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honourable, we clothe with greater honour. So Paul reminds Timothy, his young apprentice, carry out your ministry fully. So it says in the New Revised Standard Version, the NIV says, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Do what you are called to do and do it with diligence. In the end, Paul tells us here in Galatians, all must test their own work. Then that work rather than a neighbour's work will become a cause for pride. Oh, I thought pride was a bad thing. No, Paul here is saying it's a good thing to be proud of diligently carrying out the things that God has called you to do by the grace of God. For all must carry their own loads. So don't waste your time comparing yourself with others. Everyone, believe me, is either better or worse than us. If they're better, we get jealous. If they're worse, we get proud. You can't win. It's good to want to emulate the faith of others and to be stirred by their zeal, but focus on your place and your purpose in the kingdom of God. Then the third thing would be great if people said about us was, is this. They sowed well into their lives. Remember that you reap what you sow. The soul grows by what it feeds on, someone once said. What do you feed on? What do you watch on TV or listen to on the radio? Or what books and newspapers do you read? What conversations do you have? Paul in Philippians gives us great advice. Whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just... Whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Most of all, of course, feed on the word of God which produces faith and perseverance. We've got two choices, as Paul tells us here. If you sow to your own flesh, you will reap corruption from the flesh. The results of indulging our lower nature, if you like to put it that way, are obvious. As we read in Galatians, fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing and things like these. But if you sow to the spirit you will reap eternal life from the Spirit. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. This is the fruit of the Spirit, graces and habits that grow from seeds well planted, watered and fertilised with all the good things Paul mentions in Philippians as we've just read. And then the last, I don't know, maybe the most important thing I would love to have said about me at the end of all this is simply this. They persevered. Paul says, 
So let's not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we do not give up. Do you ever get fed up of doing the right thing all the time? Do you ever feel like Elijah did in the Old Testament story? That you're the only one who keeps going when everyone else seems to have lost interest? You can read about that in 1 Kings chapter 19. Well, don't. God told Elijah there were many other people he didn't know about who were staying faithful to God. I've got another 7,000, God said to him. His job was just to do what he was called to and not to fret about the future of faith in his land. Paul ends by saying, So then whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all and especially for those of the family of faith. John Wesley summed this up beautifully, very famous. I'm sure you've heard this before. Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Keep going. Look for ways in which you can help others with the burdens they bear. Don't be superior or condescending. Be gentle and kind. And watch out that you don't fall into temptation yourself. Sow good things into your hearts and one day you will reap eternal life. And just maybe people will remember you for all the good things in your life. Amen. Here's a hymn that kind of picks up some of that theme. Let love be real.
for our prayers of intercession today, let's do something a bit different. I'm just going to leave a bit of space for you to pray for those in need. And of course, you can always pause this video or this recording uh, and then pick it up again. Pray for your family, for your neighbours, for those places in the world where there is suffering through wars, famines or disasters. If you get a newspaper, look at the headlines and pray for God's intervention where there is trouble, where there is need. Or think about something you heard on the radio or watched on the TV news. Bring it now to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you that you are involved in every part of our lives and every part of the earth, from the smallest things to the greatest. We ask for your love and mercy to be upon us and upon all those for whom we pray today. In Jesus' name, Amen. We end with the hymn, Brother, Sister, Let Me Serve You. Brother, sister, let me serve you Let me be as Christ to you Pray that I may have the grace to Let you be my servant Oh, mm -hmm.
benediction we offer you our hands O Lord to do your work our lips to sing your praise a life to proclaim your glory and a heart to serve our neighbor through Jesus Christ our Lord Amen mm-hmm.